0: Welcome to the Pulse That Moves the Triangle World today. This one-size-fits-all broadcast is a vibrant collection of stories, medical breakthroughs, helpful tips, what's trending, events, and boundless other adventures. It's a conversation pit of comedians, politicians, authors, chefs, sports figures, experts, the common and the uncommon. Here's the host of Triangle 411,
1: Mary Innsprepper. Hi, friends. Christmas carols, you love them or you hate them. Hating them usually comes after hearing them a lot. Some radio stations, oh my goodness, they start their Christmas carol platforms on November 1st and keep playing them up until New Year's. Th- that's thats a lot, and I love Christmas and carols. Even if you do not intentionally program carols, either on the radio or your playlist. You're not immune because wherever you go during the holiday season, you'll hear them playing in the background. How did all this begin? Oddly enough, carols got their groundings from previous pagan songs celebrating the winter solstice. It's generally accepted that one of the first Christmas carols ever to be recorded was the 129 A.D. Angel's hymn, according to New Daily. This composition has a very strong presence and a haunting melody. I don't know if you're familiar with it or not, but the lyrics are kind of what you find in a lot of carols. Fear not, fear not, O ye shepherds, rather give ye thanks and sing for To you and to all people, tidings of great joy I bring. Glory, glory in the highest, unto God let praise increase. Glory, glory in the highest, unto men goodwill and peace. Sounds kind of familiar, right? (laughs) These to-the-point lyrics are mimicked in many carols. Carols commemorating the birth of Jesus Christ were first written in Latin in the 4th and 5th centuries, but they didn't become associated with Christmas until the 13th century. That's kind of a funny tidbit. (laughs) Remember that when you play Pictionary? According to Oxford Dictionaries, one of the oldest printed carols is the Boar's Head Carol, which dates from 1521. God Rest You Merry Gentlemen, appeared during the Middle Ages, and Hark the Herald showed up in 1840. At one point in time, caroling was actually banned. Can you imagine? That was when Oliver Cromwell and the Puritans came into power in England in 1647. The practice of singing carols was forbidden. They believed singing and related Christmas festivities were sinful. According to historical sources, in 1644, an act of Parliament effectively banned the festival of Christmas. Even still, the practice of caroling remained. However, as people sang them in their home, always in secret, Carols remain unsung, at least in public, though, until Victorian time. As for carolers, according to Oxford, these singing groups, called waits, began assembling in public places in the 19th century. The vocalists would perform for passers-by, who in turn would thank them with an offering of drink or food. Talk about singing for your supper! The subject of the top Christmas carol of all time. Now, now, that one was a tough one to research because there's all kinds of lists out there. Some considering the top contenders to be angels we have heard on high. I love that song. "O oh, come all ye faithful and "O oh, holy night. Certainly they are moving. However, extensive probing most often turned up silent night as the winner. The song we know as Silent Night was born in a small Austrian village in 1818. According to legend, the church organ was broken on Christmas Eve, so the organist and town priest collaborated to create a carol performed with a guitar. Hey, did you realize there was a difference between a Christmas carol and a Christmas song? A carol has to be traditional or biblical in nature. So some tunes are catchy songs, not carols per se, even though we kind of refer to them as that. Here again, it's difficult to pinpoint the most popular Christmas tune. As mentioned, there are many lists put out by journalists, radio stations, etc. And you need to consider all kinds of things like the person and the time. For example, in 2019, popular hits were Cozy Little Christmas by Katy Perry and Like It's Christmas by the Jonas Brothers. Others will say it isn't Christmas until they hear Let It Snow or Last Christmas, Jingle Bell Rock or White Christmas. Well, no matter what Christmas carol or song is your favorite, there are certain elements that go into composing these treats. Laura Lynn Dossett is a songwriter based in Stokes County, North Carolina. She has written for theater, film, and television, and for such Grammy-winning artists as Levon Helm and the Carolina Chocolate Drops. She also composed the Holiday Song Cycle, The Gathering, A Winter's Tale, and Six Songs for the North Carolina Symphony.
0: Welcome. Hey, Mary. It's so great to
1: have you talk about this subject with us today, and I guess I'll just kick it right out and ask you, you know, what moved you to write these types of Christmas songs?
0: Well, you know, there's nothing more uh, motivating than a contract and a deadline, you know. <laughs> so I um, was hired to write songs for a play called Beautiful Star and Appalachian Nativity and, and you know, kind of had to just dive right into these, um, you know, basically Bible stories um, kind of in a folk setting and um, and try to bring them to life.
1: Tell us a little bit more about that.
0: Sure. So um, I've been working with a theater, a professional regional theater in Greensboro, North Carolina called Triad Stage um, since 2006. And they had this idea of doing a play um, that is loosely based on the York mystery uh, mystery plays, which is not something most people would know about, but it's just a, a group of plays that are from the 13 and 1400s uh, that were staged in New York, and to say that they were staged is even too grand a word. Um, basically, different guilds like the shipbuilders and the, you know, the tinsmiths and the carpenters, you know, all the different work guilds would choose one of the Bible stories and. It was almost like a pageant, you know, like a community pageant. And they would be put on the back of flatbed trailer kinds of things with fires. And, you know, it was just community people putting on these shows. And so there was, there's a section of them that are the, you know, the, the, the birth of Jesus section. And, um, so we used, we kind of used those as a jumping off point to write this show, Beautiful Star and Appalachian Nativity with a with the folk setting being North Carolina Appalachia. So, yeah, so but it, when it came to writing the songs, I really just went back to the text, you know, go back to the Bible story and go, "Huh, okay, how can I write this song in a way? How do I write this story in a way that hasn't already been done?"
1: Interesting. That's very interesting. Um now now for something else other than that, mm-hmm. like for example, mm-hmm. um Let's see here you had this one interests me a lot, the uh Hush Child in Sleep from the point of view of the Blessed Mother. Um so sure. tell me about that and you know, how do you get the ideas for that and
0: Oh well <laughs> Um you know, that's one of those things where what, what is personal is also, you know, what's uh what's the art. I, I am a mother. I have three grown daughters. Um, but I, you know, have a very clear recollection of what it was like to be a brand new mother. And, um, and I can, and so I really just tried to put myself in Mary's shoes and, and thinking about how, um, how overwhelming it was to have a newborn and that my only instinct was, to protect her and to keep her safe and for her to just be calm and rest and be well-fed and, you know, just, just the most basic things. So here, here, so here's Mary at the human level, just, just a young mother like any other mother. And then there's Mary at the, at the, at the grander or more spiritual level or, you know, with her role in, the Christian tradition as being the mother of of Jesus, the mother of an incarnation of God. And so did she know that? You know? So the first verse is much more about her just saying, I'm just a mother, you know, just so hush. There's nothing to worry about, just hush child and sleep. And the second verse, she's she's got this realization. The the words are um I can't predict the road that you must follow. I can't prevent the end that you must face. I can't protect you from your father's calling. I can't protect you from a savior's fate. But hush, child, and sleep tonight. You know, so it's, you know, she, there's this glimpse of her being able to. And we don't know that. We don't know that from the biblical text. There's very little Mary, yeah, right? Actually, in the
1: Bible, right? You know, so I, I, you know, that's one of the fun things about theater is that I got to um, make that up. Well, you know, that was that was very moving. Those lyrics are very moving, and I, I, you know, so for example, on that particular song, how does how long does that take? You know, to get the ideas, the words, the music is how long is that process in
0: Um, well, there's not one answer to that. I don't remember exactly how long that song took to write, but I do, I think that, you know, there was a point where I just said, you know, I need, I'm going to, I, I, I basically went and read all there is in biblical texts about Mary and that took about seven minutes. (laughs) And so then it was just, um, trying to imagine myself as a young mother you know of a of a mortal child <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> and then and then imagining myself like what if she what if she knew at some level you know i mean there had been her her encounter with um oh gosh i can't remember her name you know john the baptist was that bruce i can't remember i'm sorry i don't remember the bible name but um anyway you know she she there's an indication she may have had some sort of inkling of the, of the, uh, importance and portent of her, of her child's birth. Um, but there's not a lot, you know, you don't get into, you know, you don't learn about Mary's take on any of this. So I just tried to imagine it and, and write it. You know, the other thing with this kind of folk telling of it is that the goal was not to be you know profound it was goal was to just be a you know kind of plain speaking and um let's just look at it on its surface you know as possible does that make sense sure sure and i also yeah. want
1: to i also want to talk a little bit about the another one of your songs the sure. um the stable shed tell us about that one
0: <laughs> Well, um, you're getting them off. You know, yeah, no, I mean, that's a fun song. I mean, part of it is that it just, I, I knew the role that it needed to play in the show. It needed to, it, it needed to be this song that told a bunch of stories while a bunch of action was happening on stage. It really does just go through, you know, Mary and Joseph and, and, but I told it's from the point of view of the guy who, it, is the, you know, owns the hotel. And it's kind of just irritated, like, oh, God, no, no, really? Just like, I don't have a room. Go around back. But then all this hubbub keeps happening back there. And then, you know, and, and the angels come and the whole, <laughs> You know? <laughs> so it's just kind of a, it's silly. It's a silly song. But, you know, it it, it, it is pretty much, you know, I tried to not, it is pretty much sort of the order of events that is in the biblical Mm -hmm. um, telling of it. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, and and then that's the thing about Christmas carols slash songs is they can be silly. They can be very uh, serious. And, you know, sometimes people talk about, and I am going to ask you your take on this, sometimes people will talk about, uh christmas carols are songs that the tunes need to have certain elements such as rousing melodies certain chords lyrics laced with nostalgia auditory mm-hmm. sounds like bells so uh this does not sound like your formula although you had a pretty serious one with uh Mary's take and then now a little sillier sure. one with the with the stable shed so uh, is there a specific formula you you use on these kind of Christmas songs, or?
0: Well, I wouldn't say I have a specific formula. I always have a goal when I write a song, and so I knew "Hush, Child, and Sleep," you know, needed to be a tender and intimate moment with with us getting a glimpse into Mary, and um, and and stable shed needed to be this raucous. You know, kind of silly, you know, busy kind of song. Um, in you know, when you talk about Christmas carols, we you know, we mostly think about you know the 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 canon of Christmas carols, and they were mostly written for high church kind of situations, and uh, which I love, um, but I was not writing for those sorts of things. So I was definitely writing out of a very basic kind of folk bluegrass. You know Appalachian chord structure. Um, so that that you know, and there were not bells; there were banjos. <laughs> and there you bells. go. <laughs> but you know, there's another song, um, in that group that I do actually, in some ways, I may be the most—I don't know—proud of isn't really the right word, but I that I feel accomplished its goal more in a way that I feel good about, is a song called Be Not Afraid. And it's, it's also from the point of view of Mary. Um, so all we know about Mary is that the angel came to her and said, you're going to bear the, the, the Christ child or how, you know, the Savior or however that was put. And the only words we have for, from her in the text are, Lord, be it done. And I just remember thinking, well, that must have been terrifying for her. Mm-hmm. So I, so this song is called Be Not Afraid. And, and so she's just kind of like telling herself, you know, be not afraid, be not alone. The angel has to- told me that I bear a son, you know, so there's this, there's like an internal dialogue part of it, but then there's this chorus that does actually, it's not high church, you know, but it's, it is, can I just sing it? Is that okay? Sure. That'd be great. Okay. Um, it's um, feel the wind of mighty wings, and hear the news the angels bring. Blow the trumpets, sound the drum, the year of Jubilee is come. Joy will wipe away the tears, and hope will triumph over fears. Swords will fall and wars will see, and we will call him Prince of Peace. And then it's back to be not afraid, be not alone. Like there's two, there are two parts to it, but that, that chorus part is, it's not high church, but it's high church Appalachia, you know? That's beautiful. Um, it's, it's, um, it's, uh, it's uplifting and it's saying there's, it's bringing a message of hope. A message of you know we a savior is coming and 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 things are going to be better and you know that's that is the the gospel story you know and I and I also would see the reaction from the audience you know in that song that it was it did make people go you know and Mm -hmm. lift up and Mm -hmm. and that is a a thing we want you know joy to the world does that right "Hark the herald Angels sing you know yeah. it's grand language and grand melody and it and it lifts people up to and go with
1: so I, to go with yeah. a grand feat of uh christ being born so exactly. i like that yeah. that was beautiful and i appreciate you singing um, some of it for our <laughs> listeners. Now now speaking of our listeners, if they would want to learn more about you and so forth, where would they be able to sure. to find you?
0: Well, I have a website, com. that is not all that, you know, not all that. But um these these songs, um, the, the music of Beautiful Star is on SoundCloud and um so you can just go to soundcloud.com and look okay. up My name and and the music of Beautiful Star and the music from um, The Gathering, which is another not so much Christmas songs, but more of a family, uh, prodigal daughter kind of family story of um, the winter holidays is also on there. Um, Yeah, so they could just check it out on SoundCloud.
1: So they go to soundcloud.com and put in your Mm -hmm. name. Uh, mm-hmm. Laura Lynn Dossett and mm-hmm. uh, and then the, mu-
0: the Music of Beautiful Star, Beautiful
1: which, Star.
0: you know the, the things we've been talking about and then The Gathering is another one that, of this this season.
1: Too. Okay great well I'm sure people will check that out after that preview and I thank you so much <laughs> for, for being here and you well, have a great holiday
0: you. you too. Thank you so much for including me. You have a great day
1: Time for our non-profit spotlight did you know that your used Christmas tree can give new life to rebuild the dunes and create natural habitats that protect the coastline? But how do I get it to the coast, you say? Well, <laughs> I have an answer. The Douglas Realty Group in Kerry, which is big on giving back to the community, is taking on their bis- biggest project yet, collecting used Christmas trees and getting them to the coast. They will be working with the Surf Rider Foundation to install your trees on North Carolina beaches to recreate lost dunes from erosion and hurricane destruction, as well as create habitats for beach critters. The Surf Rider Foundation, a 501c3, was created more than 34 years ago and has protected oceans ever since. What started as a group of surfers that came together to protect Malibu from overdevelopment and pollution has grown into one of the most powerful coastal protection groups in the world. For information on them, go to surfrider.org. To save the dunes, simply drop your tree off between January one through January twenty-four at the parking lot of Douglas Realty Group in Cary, directly behind Ashworth Drugs, or you can even email them for pickup, and they'll come right to your driveway and get your tree. Now, how much easier can it get? For info on that, go to D R. G Community dot com. That's D as in Douglas, R as in Realty, G as in Group. buildingcommunity.com dot com. Well, it's time to high five and say goodbye. Hey, you can tell Alexa to put on Triangle four one one, or go to Google, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Apple, etc to hear stories about Sheila Ogle's Pink House book, Carrie's holiday traditions, and get expert advice on saying no to holiday demands, and even chat with Santa Claus about his Shark Tank experience. Please be sure to subscribe and like us. I'm Mary Ann Sprucker for Triangle 411. Today, dot, 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 Be understanding.